Welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'd like to start off by giving a big shout out to our friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com offers seeds from all of the industry's leading breeders, including Swamp Boys Genetics, TH Seeds, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by their award-winning satisfaction guarantee. And for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as impressive monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. Welcome to the show, Podcast World. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff, and this is episode 688 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to focus on a Patreon question that asks about starting our seeds. Before we get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout outs to a few of the great folks who continue to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to my friend Darius from Cerritos. Let's send a thank you shout out to Stony Like Baloney. Let's send a big thank you shout out to my buddy Purple Skunk. Let's send a thank you shout out to Sean Clark and Lobster Bush. Let's send a big fist bump and a thank you shout out to Humble Green Thumb. Let's send a thank you shout out to Tad Masterson. Let's send a fist bump and a thank you shout out to my buddy Stone Trout Bomb. Let's send a thank you to Turt Burglar. Let's send a big fist bump to Kojax. Let's send a thank you to Single T. Then let's wrap it all up with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to my buddy Dave's Not Here. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need is right there on the screen, and you know I do include a link in the show notes and the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends. Before we get too far into this episode, let me remind you about the upcoming Black Friday and Cyber Monday sale on the Irie Genetics merch page. That's right, if you need a new hoodie, a new hat, maybe a new grinder, maybe a rolling tray, I'm doing a 25% off Black Friday sale on the Irie Genetics merch page. To get to that page, simply visit the Irie Genetics website at iriegenetics.com. You will see the merch tab. Click on the Irie store tab that will take you right to the store. When you do check out there, use coupon code GFYH25 to save 25% off your entire order. And that coupon code is good for every item in the store. All right, my next order of business is to send a big thank you to everybody who sent me positive feedback and constructive criticism on the previous episode. Of course, the previous episode was about germinating seeds. I did get a lot of comments, a lot of messages, and a lot of feedback about that show. Thank you. I did start that podcast off by saying that that was how I germinate my seeds. That is exactly how I start my seeds for my personal grow or for a commercial grow, and I have great success with that. Many people told me that they do it quite differently, and that is wonderful. I have no problems, no complaints, no issues with you germinating seeds, however works for you. That's one of my favorite parts about growing cannabis. 
There are a lot of ways of doing it. There are a lot of methods, techniques, and styles, and they all work if they work. You are doing it correctly if you are satisfied with your outcome. So a lot of people wanted to give me feedback and input on how to germinate, and I agree with you. A lot of those methods and techniques and tactics will work for you. There's a lot of great ideas in some of the messages I got, but I was just telling you how I do it, and if you do it differently, do it your way. Don't let me sway you. Don't let me change your ways. Do that. Do what works for you. I do want to go over some of the ideas and things that people did mention that I did not talk about on the show. When people are germinating seeds, a lot of the time they will soak their seeds for 12 to 24 hours in water before even putting them in the paper towel like I showed. That works. That's a great idea. That is a great method. Sometimes if you've got seeds that have a thicker shell or a thicker hole or grew for too long, that will help them germinate. That'll soften up the seed before you stick it in the paper towel and get it going. So many people will do a 12 to 24 hour soak on their seeds before they do germinate them. That is just filling up a container, maybe a shot glass, maybe a beer glass with water, just dropping the seeds right in the water, let them swim around for 24 hours, then do the germination method, which I showed. Also, a lot of people do add peroxide to that mix when they are doing the soak and the germination. They'll put a few drops of hydrogen peroxide in the mix. Their idea is to get rid of any uh, problems, any bacteria, any problem that may be on that seed. A lot of other growers will add microbes and add things to that. So that is a, a controversial topic. Do peroxide or add microbes. Whichever way works for you, do it because I have seen great success with both methods. As you saw in my germination lesson, I do not use any hydrogen peroxide in my mix. I also do not do the 12 to 24 hour soak for my seeds. I don't find it necessary. If you do that and it works for you, keep doing it. Another thing that a lot of growers will do, a moment ago I mentioned soaking our seeds to soften the shell. Sometimes, some seeds grow, if they are grown for too long and not harvested on time, the shells will become thick, those seeds will get too hard. A lot of people will take something and scuff the outer layer of that seed shell. I've seen a lot of different methods for doing this. Some people will simply get a fine grain sandpaper and just rub the seed just a little bit. You don't want to penetrate or puncture or break open the seed. You just want to scuff that outer layer to make it a little bit softer so that the moisture can penetrate that seed and give it the indicator to pop open. So that's another thing that people do that I honestly do not do. Uh, maybe if the seeds were really old or something like that, I would do that. Speaking of old seeds, I do not do the peroxide method because I like to promote uh, beneficial bacteria and fungus. If I'm starting some older seeds that I know have been sitting around, or if I got them from somebody and I don't know the health of those seeds or the age of those seeds, I may treat them with a microbial product during germination, something like herb or some kind of microbes just to give them a head start may be the case for older seeds. But in most cases, I don't do any fancy tricks or techniques. I honestly just fold up the paper towel, wet it, and get the seeds going. If that is not how you do it, that is fine. If your method works for you, keep doing your method. I do not disrespect or doubt your method. I'm just telling you how I do things and what works for me. And again, there's no one way to do this. As long as the plants are successful and you're happy with it, you are doing it correctly. Now, one comment and one piece of feedback I was getting from a lot of growers is that they do not even bother doing the soak and the paper towel method. They put their seeds straight into their dirt, straight into their cocoa. They begin watering and they start their seeds right in the pot in which the plant is going to grow. 
that works. Like I said before, if that works for you, that works for you. Do that. There are a few reasons why I don't start my seeds directly in the container. First of all, as a breeder, as the person making the seeds, I like to observe a little bit more. I can pay attention to, uh, I can put a handful of seeds in the paper towel. I can count them. I can open it up every however many hours I want, and I can see that at six hours, two of them popped. At 12 hours, four of them popped. At 18 hours, I've got six of them popping. I can see that in 24 hours, this many popped. It gives me, I can see them better. If they're in the soil and the dirt, I can't monitor them as well. I can't see the progress. I can't see what's going on. And as a breeder who's making the seeds, I like to see them. I like to see the growth, the development, the time, and the speed. All right, I took a quick drink and fixed my voice. Let's talk about a couple of more reasons why I do not pot my seeds directly into the soil in my container. First of all, seed direction. Once my seed is germinated and I've got a little tail coming out, I know which direction that seed is going to be going. I know which way is up and which way is down. I can set that seed in the dirt or in the cocoa and have it set perfectly the direction it needs to go, and it is set up for success. If I just throw it right into the dirt and I don't give it any direction, I'm not sure which direction it's facing. It's got to pop the root. The root may go up as it pops. It's got to reorientate itself and go down. The seed needs to figure out which way is down and which way is up. That's slowing me down, wasting time and energy. If I put it in there going up and down, it's already set up for success. It already knows which way to go. We can save a little struggle. Another reason why I don't like to plant the seeds directly into the cocoa or into the dirt is because I like to have better control of the moisture level in the early stages of my seedlings. I know that if I put that seedling in a baggie and a paper towel, that moisture is trapped there. It is not going anywhere. I'm a busy person. Uh, sometimes I will go to a grow thinking I need to be at the grow for an hour and I will be gone for six hours. And if I wasn't prepared with my plants properly, I would come home and we would have dry dead seedlings. So to set myself up for success, I put them in the baggie where I can retain that moisture. Cocoa dries, soil dries. Uh, if there's air movement in the room, if there's wind, if there's a temperature change, that stuff will dry out more quickly. I know that I can uh, control and predict the drying rate of that uh, sealed baggie with the paper towel and the moisture in there. As long as I continue to keep that baggie sealed with the wet paper towel in there, that moisture is not going anywhere. As long as I keep that in a warm place, that seed will germinate and they will be successful. So that is part of why I don't go straight to the pot. I think we give ourselves a lot of opportunity to over or underwater our seedlings when we go straight to the pot. We just cause them a lot of unnecessary stress. If I've got a moistened container, a moistened uh, bed of soil and drop the seed directly into there once it's germinated, I feel like I'm just setting myself up for success. And the seeds are expensive. I pride myself on making my seeds affordable. I have very competitive prices. You'll notice we are a little bit lower priced than a lot of the other brands on the same websites. I understand how expensive seeds are. I want to make sure that every single seed germinates. I buy seeds from other breeders and other vendors as well. I pay for those seeds just like you guys do. I want success just like you do. So I do everything that I can to ensure that success. So that is a quick update on germinating seeds, a couple of other options of things you can do and things you might not do, things that I don't do, but things that are available to you. Uh, we started off with a 12 to 24 hour soak. We also added a little bit of peroxide to that water to get rid of any uh, pathogens that may be present. 
Uh, we've also done a little bit of scuffing on our seeds to open up the shells. And then some people may be planting directly into their medium, which is not what I do. But if you want to do that and it works, go for it. Have fun. Like I said, that's one of the best parts of growing cannabis. As long as you are happy with the outcome, as long as you're getting the results you are looking for, you can do it however you want. Have fun. Grow from your heart. Breed with love. Enjoy the garden. Make that garden your zen space. Do it however you want. Again, I'm just trying to share my knowledge, my info, and the ways that I've had the best success. Now, this does segue me into a question. We have a Patreon question. This one came from our friend Maverick, and it basically says, I started a 10-pack of seeds. I did receive three bonus seeds. You're very welcome. Thank you for noticing. It says, I popped the seeds in order to do a pheno hunt for some proper smoke and a possible breeding project. I like where this is going. It says, I started the seeds in a cup of distilled water, pH'd at 6.0 for 24 hours. We're off to a good start here. It says, then into a paper towel for another 24 hours, making sense so far. At this point, eight seeds have germinated and a few have tails. Using beer cups filled with sunshine mix number four, amended with a bit of kelp meal and worm castings, I planted the seeds the depth of a pen tip, the part that holds the ink tube to the ball point. Yes, I know what you mean. There's the tube of the pen and there's that little, uh, just the writing part where it starts to taper. Uh, that sounds like about the right depth. That is knuckle deep if you compare that. It says, I lightly covered and moistened with a few drops of water. I covered the cups with clear beer cups. All right, I like most of this so far. The only thing I would have done differently, I think at this point, is I would not have covered the cups uh, with beer cups. And I think I talked about that in the previous episode. I want those seedlings to get air. I want them to get, maybe even put a fan on them so they get blown around. Uh, the reason we cover clones is to keep the moisture in there. We don't need to cover the seedlings. Uh, they're creating a root zone. That is where they're going to eat and drink. The reason we create the humidity environment is because clones don't have roots. So in my opinion, the cup on top is unnecessary. However, if it is working for you, don't change it. Do your thing. That's the beauty of growing cannabis in our own gardens. It does go on, though. It says, three days later, I have two that have sprouted. So you've got some that have popped up. That's always a great feeling. Uh, day four, I get another sprout, and I lightly water sprouts and add a few more drops to the empty cups. All right, so it's starting to dry. You're adding some water as they're growing. On day eight, I have a total of six seedlings. Upon Okay, so you've got six out of uh, either 10 or 13 that you germinated. I don't know how many you did. Uh, got a pack of 10, got 13 seeds. Either way, you've got six total seedlings, all right, which is 50%, which honestly, as the breeder, I would hope for more. You paid for those seeds. I would hope that you get more than 50% success out of those. It says, upon some excavation, I found twisted tap roots and unsprung seeds that just kind of crunched and mushed at the same time. Then the question here is, did I do something wrong? I made sure the pointy end was down and all the tap roots were down as well. From looking at the picture, my first instinct is that this plant has been too wet for too long. Now it says you've only been giving it a little bit of water, but it looks too wet in my opinion. The seedling itself looks a little damaged, like it's just funky, like it's just been abused by water, like it's been sitting in water for too long and it honestly is getting a little bit of rot. Also, if you look at one section, I see what I think is the end of the taproot popping back up out of the soil. It looks like it completely made a loop and it is coming back up out of the soil, which uh, I'm not sure why that happened. Maybe the ceiling wasn't pointing the right direction. 
Uh, but something caused that taproot to pop right back up out of the soil. If you look carefully, I think that's what I'm seeing. I will circle that part in the video so that we can see that. But I really do think that that is the end of the taproot popping back up out of the soil. So it is curled on itself somehow, which uh, tells me a couple of things. Again, that tells me that it could be too wet. Also, I think it may be too cold. It's hard to judge heat and cold by photos, but by looking at this soil, if that clump of dirt has been that wet for too long, there is an extreme temperature happening in there. It is probably too cold or too warm. If it's too cold, it is definitely going to slow down all progress of those seeds. If it's too hot, it is going to speed up the rot and the mildew process for that seed. I can't tell the temperature by looking at it. I do have a few notes here, but those notes of the temperature are going to be the ambient air temp in the room. I don't know the temperature of the uh, soil inside that cup. It could be really cold, especially if it's sitting on a cold floor. So it could be too cold and too wet, which would be detrimental to a young seedling. The other thing I think about is how tightly is that soil packed? Is that soil stuffed in there? Is it kind of fluffy in there? If it's too tight, that seedling has been struggling to grow its entire life. You said you've grown a lot of seeds and you've done this before, so you probably didn't pack it too tight. I'm going to trust your judgment on that. And also, I'm not making any accusations or pointing any fingers. I'm trying to give you ideas and uh, guidance on what this could be. So uh, don't think I'm judging you. I'm just noticing what I'm seeing in this picture and kind of going by this one picture and this one seedling, which I've got here. Uh, how tightly is that soil packed? Is there enough perlite or persolite in there? I do see the white stuff uh, in there. I'm not sure how much is in the entire container. A lot of times the perlite does float, so it's hard to tell how much is in there. Is there airspace in there? That's what I want to know. Do you have some airspace? So when roots do start to grow, are you not going to suffocate that little seedling? The next thing I want to know is, are there drainage holes in that cup? You're using a beer cup. Beer cups do not come with holes in them. You didn't say that you did, and you also didn't say that you did not put any drainage holes in that cup. You've been watering it. Is that water going anywhere, or is it just evaporating, or is it making a mud hole inside that cup? If it doesn't, and again, if you're an experienced grower, I hope you did put the holes in there. Maybe it's something you overlooked. Maybe you didn't even think about it. Is there any drainage in that container? Because it does, again, look like it's been too wet and or too cold for too long. So with the details from the letter and the photo that I've got, I think my diagnosis is that this plant has been too wet for too long. It's possibly cold as well. I think the solution would be to water less often and possibly water less water each watering. And again, make sure that you do have proper draining in that container because it looks like there's a lot of water in there. It does look like it's been soaked for quite a while. That ceiling just has that like wrinkled, pruny, been in the bathtub too long vibe going on in the photo. That's what I think. So that makes me think too wet, too cold, too long. Now I do have one more completely logical and rational reason for why your seeds may not be germinating. This may not be your problem or your fault or your issue at all. Those seeds simply could be duds. Those seeds simply could be old. Those simply could be non-viable seeds. Those seeds did come from me. I do pride myself on having quality products. I do thoroughly test everything before we release anything. I have not had a lot of negative feedback about the line you were working with, but sometimes seeds do pass through that are not good. I obviously can't test every single seed because I've got to send some to you. So this is a customer service issue, possibly on my end. If you feel like these seeds didn't germinate because of my fault, to no fault of your own, please send me an email and I would love to send you a replacement pack of seeds. 
Maybe you got old seeds. Maybe those were sitting around at a vendor for a long time. Uh, maybe you just got the random unviable seeds out of that whole batch. Maybe there were six seeds in there that weren't good and you happened to get them. Either way, I would be happy to send you a replacement pack of seeds that I know are more fresh and are quality. So please do feel free to reach out, send me a follow-up, and we will get you a replacement pack of seeds. And then I do look forward to that germination report and that grow report as well. So once again, to wrap this up, I do think that those seeds were too wet for too long is my diagnosis. However, it could have been a breeder issue. And if you feel like you were owed some seeds, don't be shy. Send me an email. I would be honored and excited to send you a replacement pack. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pimps and hoes, friends and foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there. I want to thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, I would love to hear from you. My email address is at hotmail.com. Don't be shy. You know I do love that listener feedback. Also, this is a good time for you to like and subscribe to this channel and video. If you like the video, click like, also click subscribe. That way, every time I put out a new video, you will get a notification. You'll never miss an episode. For any more information, check out the website at iriegenetics.com. Don't forget about the Black Friday sale that does start on the 25th. That will go through the end of the month. The coupon code is GFYH25. You'll get 25% off everything in the iRE store. All right, that is all I've got for you. I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a big shout out to my buddy, Billy Podunk. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mama a hug for me.